0: Yesterday, we saw what the gospel is that it's from God, that it's for God, and what it isn't. That it's not from men, it's not for men, it's not for approval of others. And when it's not for approval, it's actually from the approval that we already have, the approval that we have in God. And isn't that just awesome that you are already approved. And when you are looking at others, whether it's social media, whether it's friends or family members, and you want them to approve of your life, you want them to approve of your choices. And trust me, friends, I am speaking to myself here on this. You are already approved of by the creator of the universe, the God who thought you were worth the price to pay for your freedom and your redemption, you have all the approval you need in Christ. And today we're going to see how cool it is that we get to live this life for God. And how Paul lived this life, Paul and his friends, and it's a great example as we seek to live out God's love. So let's dive in today. We're in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 5, and I'm reading from the ESV. For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed, God is witness. Nor did we seek glory from people, whether from you or from others, though we could have made demands as apostles of Christ. So the first part, we see what they did not do, the steps they actively avoided. And we see that they didn't come trying to puff the people up with a false positivity of trying to give in order to get. Right, That's the point of flattery. You give flattery in order to get approval, in order to get a favor, in order to get something from the person. They didn't come with that that superficial, that fake kindness. That's not what they brought. They also didn't come with their own pride, their own focus on themselves and trying to get things for themselves through greed, trying to take and take and take and build themselves up. That is not what they did. They also didn't want glory from people. They didn't want praise from people. Just like we talked about, they have all the approval they need in Christ. They don't need the approval of others. They don't need the praise of others. They don't need to be lifted up by others because Christ was lifted up for them. It's not about them. It's not about getting favor, it's not about getting money, it's not about getting position. It's about Jesus. And he goes on, But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother takes care of her own children. So, being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you had become very dear to us. Wow, they were so gentle with these believers in Thessalonica, with these people that they were ministering to, sharing the gospel with, as if it was a mother and her child, And a mother doesn't go to her child with greed, with pride, with fake words. A mother goes to her child with authenticity and love and service. And a mother shows up even when she doesn't want to, even when she doesn't feel like it. Even when her child wakes her up in the middle of the night and all she wants to do is sleep, a mother still shows up. She is committed regardless of her feelings. And she is gentle. When a child is doing something wrong, a mother is gentle. Yes, she disciplines. Yes, she corrects. But she also encourages and guides. And that is how Paul and his companions were. They were loving. They were serving. They were committed regardless of their own feelings. They placed the others above themselves. And he ended by saying, So being affectionately desirous of you. They desired These new believers, they desired these people, they desired these friendships and these relationships. They had affection for them, actual true care for them. I think about a mother who loves spending time with her babies and as her babies grow up and they start going off to school perhaps, they start wanting less hugs, they start wanting less cuddles. That's hard because mothers desire that affection. They desire that intimacy. They desire that relationship. And Paul and his companions were the same way, being affectionately desirous of you. We were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you had become very dear to us. They were authentic. They were real. They shared not just the truth of God, Not just thinking of going to church and hearing it on the pulpit, right? But they shared their lives. They shared their time. They shared their day-to-day actions. They showed up for them. They were committed to being with them. And isn't that cool? Because friendship doesn't just happen when there's an on switch. Friendship happens all the time. When you have a friend, they're there for you through thick and thin, on the hard days, on the good days, and they want to spend time with you. And that's what ministry is all about. It's not about pride. It's not about money. It's not about being approved of. It's about love and connection and relationship and commitment even when you don't feel like it, just like a mother loves her child. So who in your life are you showing up for like this? Seeking connection, seeking intimacy, that you are so affectionate for them that you want to get to know them and you want to share not just the gospel because yes, that's wonderful and that's our calling, but you also want to get to know them on a personal, relational level. Who are you doing that with and who should you go a little bit deeper with? And again, this is in no way, shape, or form like a romantic intimacy, but a friendship intimacy. Talk to God about that if there's anyone he wants you to go even deeper with, to love, to serve, and to connect with, to make them feel seen and heard, even as you yourself are being seen and heard by them. And I will see you tomorrow morning.